So my whole life, try not to frown. Don't let this world turn you around. You're not alone in when you cry. Virtually, I'll be by your side. Hello. Welcome. It is a new Thursday, and it is a new day to be here on the mic with my brother Change, for I am Alika Hope, and he is... Emil, also known as Change, here to serve, love, and respect. Who? Here to serve, love, and respect who? See, (laughs) I was playing with the words, and I gotcha. Uh oh. I'm okay. serving love and respect. Ooh. Okay. Whoa. I get to play all the meanings of those words. I'm playing with them all at one time because they're verbs, they're nouns, and they can be objects and subjects or they can be left as verbs. Play with that. Well, all I know is you can't play with my yo, yo, yo. Don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Mm. You just took me back to my 80s rap. Was that 80s or early 90s? Uh, was you, that was 80s. Okay, if you're talking about Roxanne Shantae, Roxanne Shantae, don't try to play me out. Yes. Well, no, there's two different ones. Do you remember the one, Don't Play With My Yo-Yo? So hurt the rapper, oh, Yo-Yo. Oh, that was uh, early 90s with Yo-Yo. That's what I thought, because you're a few years older than me, and I think you and Karim were more into 80s, but I was more into 90s rap. And but she, So she sampled 80s rap in that yeah, 90s rap song? That's correct. Snap. Okay, I just learned something. Um, I don't even know how we got to that topic, but anyway, talking about playing and, oh, I know, wordplay. That's right, serve love. That's and, right, wordplay. See, yes. our, sometimes language can be weird. And Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about weird. And so what I was doing was I was playing with the words to show that weird is relative. Weird is relative. So, for example, before we start the episode today, my big brother comes on and he's like acting like he's the superhero, the most wonderful guy in the world. And, And I was like, what'd you do? And Jamie knew immediately that he that Emil must have done something that helped his woman out. Right. So I'm thinking, what did he do? Did he like save an orphan child, like, you know, what, from a drowning river? And he's like, I vacuumed. And Jamie right away was like, wow. Like, you know, because that's apparently that's like what all women love is when, when their man vacuums and cleans. And I'm over here like, I'm weird because if my man tried to vacuum for me, no, no, no. I like to vacuum. I like to like do laundry. I think I'm weird. You're not weird. That's a form of therapy for you. It's a place where you can just be zen, right? So, (laughs) well, no, no, you know what it is. Can I tell you what it is, though? Oh, go, go. It's because, because listen, because you get to see, actually, I'm I'm just saying this out loud now, you get to see immediate change. When you vacuum, something that's dirty is suddenly clean. When you do laundry, I love, love doing laundry. You put it in a machine. Yes. And then you can put like different pretty scents in it or whatever. And then you fold it and all instant feedback. That's it. So it's instantly anew. Your day can be horrible, but you put a dirty shirt in the washing machine and it comes out clean and it's like there's hope for the future. See, now you and I are very similar, Alika, because I yeah. I have the same sense of satisfaction, right? I yeah. fold my clothes a very certain way, trained in the military, kept the habit. Uh, there are certain military habits I just thought were very practical and one of them was folding my clothes. So I fold my clothes a very specific way on purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. It does make me weird to some. But when you see my drawers, I can get dressed in the dark and know exactly what I'm wearing. And although it doesn't sound practical, some of us have lived through blackouts. 
Well, actually, quite a few people listening probably have in the past couple of years. I mean, between, you know, pandemics, we've had blackouts up here on the East Coast. I, mean, I didn't have power for what was it, Jamie? He didn't have it either, like three days. I had a I was out longer, I think, than him. But I remember we were out of power. We had blackouts. We have I mean, we got it all. We, we, we've all been through everything now. So you're saying if we if we put our clothes in that way, no matter what happens, we will always know where our shirts are. You will know where your shirts are, where your pants mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. And how many you're grabbing at one time. Um, it's okay. a little thing, but it gives me a sense of a sense of very much secure. I feel very secure because of it, but also because I don't want a lot of drawer space. I don't want a lot of bureaus and dressers and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. The more efficiently I pack or put away my things, the less furniture I'll need to store it. And I want to keep my furniture down to the barest minimum. I do not want a lot of clutter in my home. I'll take some, but the less is the, the less I have, the better my life is. So folding clothes keeps yeah. me from having to store them and then I can find them when I want them. So that little thing right there, keeping my house clean, knowing where things mm-hmm. are, um, mm-hmm. that instant sense of gratification. Oh, I finished something. It looks good. And you're right. I was cleaning out the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Ooh, and yeah, I tossed tell you all it. the dust away. Yes. That's the stuff that was in my home that I yes. didn't want. Now it's yes. gone. It's like now, visibly out of here. Yes. It's gone. Okay. So my man who knows how much I love to vacuum, my vacuum broke down. He went and got me a vacuum. Now, some people might say, you know, that's not a romantic present. But for me, it was huge. He comes over and not only did he bring me a new vacuum. This was like maybe a month ago. He actually assembled it for me. Shout out, because anyone who knows Lika knows I don't assemble nothing. And it's one thing, you know, go get your woman a nice vacuum, but then you're going to put it together too? Oh, Shut the front door. Yes, shut the front door. Shout out to you, Mr. J-O-E. So anyway, this new vacuum cleaner today, I pulled out, it has like three um, dust filters. Is there nothing better than pulling it out and emptying all that out. And then I got yes. to rinse it too. I got to rinse the dust filter and it dried. See, I'm that I'm that <sighs> guy who y'all. takes his takes his, I'll say it, I take my Dyson apart because it's mm-hmm. really easy to take a Dyson apart and put it back together. So Ooh. I'll take it apart yep. and I will clean all the filters and and make sure everything is nice and, and fresh and put it back together. That is it, that is totally a sense of satisfaction. It does make us a little strange, though, because it does. Um, I vacuum because I like my house clean. And yeah. it just so happens that I work from home. So it's my prerogative to do that. So I make sure that it's the house prerogative. is kept going, up well. I can vacuum if I want to do. It's my and prerogative. You know how sometimes your house gets dusty? Can vacuum my floor. It's my prerogative. And you prerogative. wipe up the dust and it's on your cloth or Doing on your Doing it just for me. My prerogative. That uh, is I like awesome. my bounty paper towels. Uh, uh. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, we're sitting here talking about vacuums, and I know some of you out there can't relate because I know some of you, you like, you have your little robot vacuum. You just put it on the floor. It does everything for you, and you're oh so happy because I personally know some of you people that try to turn me into someone who bought a robot vacuum, but I refuse. But shout out to all you that just leave it, and it goes in a circle around your house, and you're happy because you can fill your day with other things. Hey, if it works for you, Gives you hope to have a robot vacuum, more power to you. But my brother and I are never going to get robot vacuums. Oh, no, no. I, <laughs> I get way too much I get way too much joy from cleaning to have a robot. I would be annoyed that it's not doing it right. <laughs> I'm like, it's not doing it right. I Just, just put it in the corner. 
Like, or it'd be in some, it'd be some the room in the, in the house corner. where it wouldn't matter if it were. Like, you, I say, now you're happy. I'd be, I'd be that old cudger, codger, <laughs> that would just be like, I, okay, you want to be happy? Vacuum this room I'm never in. Have a so nice you, day. You don't spend $700 on a robot vacuum only to send it to the quarter. Exactly. Ah. It's like, I'm, it's in timeout. But it would come out and it would do its thing. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's happy. See, because it did its thing. Whatever it was supposed to do, it did. Now leave my house alone. Mm. Yeah, I know. You know I know. I'm, I, no. I'm old in that way, but you know, my fir- my mother had a, a Kirby vacuum. You remember Kirby vacuums? I remember so. Kirby vacuums because they would come door to door. They fit. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're indestructible. Like thirty years later, yep. they're still running well. Yep, yep. That's right. And we can't say that about a lot of things nowadays. Now, we're th- today's episode, we're kind of talking about, you know, don't change because you're weird, because there's nothing wrong with being weird. And as proof of the fact that all of us are a little weird, um, I've done some research and Emil and I found a couple of articles that kind of talk about, I think it's a total of 67 different weird things that we all do. So we're going to talk about a few of them when we come back from the break. Um, and I pretty much can guarantee that you, our listener, will be able to relate to at least one of these things that you may think you're weird and why am I doing this? But guess what? Other people are doing it too. We'll be right back. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. We're back and we're talking about weird things that we all do. Um, we found a couple of places for resources in case anyone wants to look this up, but um, Good Housekeeping published an article on about 17 embarrassing things that we all do. And then um, also Best Life Online published something with about 50 things that we all do, 40 or 50 things we all do. Um, Emil. Yes. Do you, did you did you read, did you want to pick one for us to talk about? Just surprise oh. me and I'm going to see. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. This is so so I'm like I'm like in this zone right now with this episode because yes yeah. we were talking about vacuuming and yes we were talking about I know people some people on the show who are listening right now are like seriously you guys just did a whole segment on vacuum cleaners and vacuuming and the answer is yes cuz that's who we are <laughs> we own that so in that spirit of owning that I'm going to own mm-hmm. this okay of what of the sev- of the 17 Right. Okay. <laughs> pick your teeth with something that. I have no idea that, what well, he's going to say. Pick your teeth with. This is number six. Pick your teeth with something that okay. uh, probably shouldn't be in your mouth. You know. <laughs> uh huh. I have been and I have observed. Now I would. This is funny to me for many reasons. Let me go back and explain why I picked this one. When I moved okay. to Japan way back in two thousand and something. Um. <laughs> one of the things they teach you in your Americans in Japan don't be offensive lessons is mm-hmm. when you use a toothpick, take your napkin and cover your mouth while you pick your teeth. It's rude in Japan to pick your teeth and show it as you're doing it. So you can't be up there, you know, with the toothpick. You know how people like sort of flaunt the toothpick and pick it. No, they, Japanese people are very polite and very humble. And um, so in public, if you're picking your teeth, you cover your mouth with your napkin and underneath the napkin, you pick your teeth. So I'm laughing at seeing this one because 
It now allows you to pick your teeth with something not a toothpick, and nobody mm. knows. <laughs> so when I was younger, and I'm not going to say how yeah. much younger, but younger than I am today for sure, I used mm-hmm. to use a piece of paper, a stiff piece of paper to get in between my teeth, right? So I could get it out. So I'm not the only one. I just know that this one for me was hilarious because I'm like, the napkin allowed me to put something, not a toothpick in my mouth and nobody Mm -hmm. would know. And I was like, when I got to Japan and I learned that little etiquette lesson, I was like, oh my goodness. When I take that little piece of paper that I use the corner of to get into in between my teeth, nobody will see it. Because, you know, when I grab a piece of paper and I know people are like, what is he doing with that? Why is he chewing? What? What? No. And I know I'm not the only one because this article called it out. Yeah. You're not the only one. You're not at all. And I, <laughs> I was supposed to stay on this list for a minute and I'm going to just admit this one. <clears throat> so number 16 on the list is pretend to not see someone you know. So the little quip under it says, sound familiar? You spot them coming towards you. You hope they don't notice you. Quickly look down at your cell phone to pretend to rifle through your bag and mindlessly breeze by. If there's no eye contact, you're golden, right? Sometimes you just don't want to talk. So I can't remember actually like walking by someone that close and not acknowledging them. But I will say, and because this person might be listening, I will not say who they gender neutral are. But the other day I was in my car with my son at a well-known national health food grocery store in the parking lot. And my son goes, mom, that's beep. And I said, oh, now I love beep. We're just going to call them beep. I love beep. I could spend all day with beep, but I was not in the mood to talk to anybody, see anybody, do anything with anybody. And I was like, that's nice. And I know beep didn't see us because they were far enough away. So my son said again, mom, you really should get out of the car and go say hi to Beep. And I said, nope. And my son was like, mom, that is so rude. I said, how is that rude? If they don't see me, I don't feel like talking to anybody right now. And then of course, anyone who knows my son, you can guess what he did next. Mom, you really need to go out there and say hi to Beep. I said, nope. Nope, I'm just gonna pretend I don't see them. And I just put my head down. And I just stayed there sunken in my car until Beep had gotten into their car and left. And then we went into the nationally known healthy food store. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, America, this was like four days ago. So. Um, You're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) And it had absolutely nothing to do with that person. It had everything to do with the fact that I just was not in the headspace to have a convo with nobody. It's your mood. You're not in the mood. I am not in the mood to have a pleasant or unpleasant, short or long, uh, laughter-filled or tear-filled conversation with anyone right now. I just don't have the emotional stamina for that Mm-mm. particular conversation. It has nothing to do with who it is. Mm-mm. It's That's me. right. And I'm owning that. It's not a Jerry Seinfeld, it's you. It's not you, it's me. It's a real, actual, <laughs> it's not you it's me like i'm seriously not in the mood to be able to con- have a conversation and f- put the active listening hat on and do all the things that i should do to be pleasant which i would ordinarily do organically anyway 
That's it. So organic. I think that's why my son was taken aback because if you know, you know, I will do stuff in public where I think he wishes I wasn't so outgoing sometimes, you know, and I think that's why he kept pushing like, really, you're not going to go out and say what you're not you. And, you know, at first I was like, I'm being a bad role model. And then I was like, no, I'm not. I don't feel like it. They didn't see me anyway. So nobody loses, you know, um, but yeah, and I and I like that one um, along with the tooth one because I'm pretty sure that everybody listening has done one of those two things. If not, <clears throat> maybe a couple of the other things we're going to bring up. But, you know, the whole point is that you're not, you might be weird, but you're not like, you don't need to go change, change who you are, right? You know, we all do these weird things. Um, yes. Do you want to pick another one, Emil? I'm going to pick another one. Okay. Um, oh. and, and way too many of us can relate to this because of the mm-hmm. conditions we've lived under for the past two years. But okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Wear the same clothes two days in a row. <laughs> Maybe not the same outfit, yes. but at least the same pair of socks or the bra you wore yesterday. If you're going to be seeing the same people again, that is, the weekends are a whole other ball game. Besides, you don't need to wash your jeans that often anyway, do you? Oh. I'm here to tell you. In COVID era, <laughs> where the I'm like, oh, these clothes have decided to march themselves to the washing machine just so that I can get them clean. Because yep. two days was like a luxury. It's like, oh, psh, two days, man. I'm I'm wasting water. I'm trying that's to right. save the environment. Oh yeah, that's your excuse. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to save the planet, so I'm not going to change my clothes today. Well, you know, I, um, because, well, prior to COVID especially, you know, I, I would be on flights almost every week to having different jobs and gigs and things here and there all over. I, I could manage to wear the same outfit like three different days. Now, I, I would change my undergarments. Don't be grossed out, America. But I mean, I would, you know, wear the same outfit because I literally could be in Baltimore one day, right? Miami right. a different day, New York City a different day, and none of the same people would be seeing me. And so I would just wear the same outfit. And then I wouldn't have to think about, oh, the worst thing is when you're in Baltimore, then you go back a month later and you accidentally wear the same outfit you'd worn a month before, right? So I would keep track of this week I wore this outfit. (laughs) So I know if I go back in a month, I'm not going to wear that same week outfit. That's right. Now y'all know my secret. Everybody in Baltimore is like, oh, that's why Lika never had the same thing. Oh gosh, now I just spilled my secrets here on the air. You just spilled your guts. But here's the joy. (laughs) If they don't hear... They won't know. Yeah. And if they do hear, they're probably giving you tons of respect. Well, thank you. They're probably yeah. like mad props, Alika, for, for solving the game, <laughs> like for, for, for winning the game. Right? Well, like, uh, it's easier. I mean, as long as the clothes are clean, you you don't stink. You take a shower and you, you know, I mean, it's, uh, listen. Sometimes I'm jealous. I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I'm jealous of the nuns that wear the full habit because you don't have to think about what you wear at all. It's like, I'm wearing black and white today. I'm That's wearing black and white today. That's kind of the point of the habit. That of the, it's to yes. take away all of the things that would distract you from being focused on your faith. But in yep. this case, even the highest, like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, all these yep. highfalutin people, they wear the same thing. Bill Gates, they wear the same thing every day to take one decision off their plate. They can use mm-hmm. their brain for something more important. Well, yeah, and they're billionaires, so maybe I should start wearing the same thing every day and I'll become Booyah. a billionaire. Is that what you're saying? You Booyah. <laughs> Alika for the win. Right yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all heard that right here on this podcast. The secret to being a billionaire. Wear the same clothes every day. We'll be right back. 
Maybe this more goes out to my all my singer friends <clears throat> and my performer friends listening, but uh, on the best life list, um, something weird that um, many of us do that we think we're the only ones is mumbling the name part during a rendition of happy birthday. So you're at a birthday party for, <laughs> I've done this so many times y'all don't even know. You're at a birthday party for a person you only kind of know. It's time to sing happy birthday and you belt out every lyric with gusto. Now maybe it's partly because people always say, Lika, why don't you sing it? Right? And I don't person's name. So you belt out every lyric with gusto until you get to the part where you sing their name and you realize you only vaguely remember what the birthday boy or girl's name is. So you mumble something incoherently hoping your sudden change in volume isn't too obvious. <laughs> I want to say okay. that that's not exclusive to singers and performers. I'm just going to I'm just going to throw that out. I'm not saying that I've done it or not done it. Perhaps as a cadet at the Air Academy when we're citing a very difficult and long quote that I had to memorize uh-huh. that I may not have and the word that I would tell you that I didn't use is watermelon yeah. when said properly. Yeah. It, when others are saying words, watermelon, it tends to have the right pitch and tone and cam, uh, a cadence that it fits yep. anywhere as long as there's not a breath in between. So, <laughs> so if you're yeah, like right. saying something, you just go watermelon, 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 take a break when everyone else does and then watermelon again. It yes. works brilliantly. And I like that. Happy birthday, dear watermelon. Watermelon. <gasps> Happy birthday to you. So the Aluka way would be, I think, it would be like, because <clears throat> you know I'd be singing all like, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yes, I'm not saying that I, as a non-performer, have done that or haven't, but thank you for owning that, because that's hilarious. Look, okay, so so I'm not saying I'm nosy, but in the spirit of confession, since we're here now, and we're talking about Uh it's don't change because you're not so weird, um, you go to the bathroom at a friend's house, Yeah. And you peek at their medicine cabinet. <gasps> I'm you awful. Th- I know it. Ooh, but I've done it. That's actually something I haven't done. Have you done that? Because people do that in the movies too. They do Have it. And I've done it. Yeah. I've done it every yeah. single time. <gasps> but I'm guilty. And I felt Uh-oh. so bad for doing it. But I, I'm like, I wonder what's in here. Click. Oh, I should not have looked. Oh, why did I <laughs> just leave the curiosity where it is, Mr. Bryant? Don't. No, don't indulge. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing too because I've seen that in so many movies that in my house I never put anything but face wash and toothpaste in my medicine cabinet because <laughs> coming up I watch so many movies that if I had medicine I put it like I'm not gonna tell y'all where but I put it somewhere else so I'm like well, I look in there and y'all people would think I must have a boring life because and it's like it's because of all watching that in the movies so I, y- y'all people do that in real life too so um I've done it. Kind not, of, like I said, I don't do it all the time. Yeah. I haven't done it often, but uh, I did it once and I was just like, 
I am an awful human being for doing this. Because <laughs> it's, it's the height of nosy. There's like, there's no excuse for you being in there. There's none. You can't even pretend that there's an excuse. So you open that medicine cabinet, you are 100% guilty of being straight up nosy. Um, oh, that was a good one. I'll have to come back to that maybe. Okay. <clears throat> so... Number uh, 25 on the best life list. Now, in my own defense, I lived in Manhattan for so long and I, and I lived in a, let's see, when I was by myself, I lived in a fourth story of a walk-up um, when I was living um, on the upper upper east side, um, aka East Harlem, Spanish Harlem. And I would carry, I, don't, I couldn't even tell y'all, 15 bags of groceries in one trip because I did not want to take two trips up the stairs. But um, what, the number 25 on the list is carrying way too much from your car so you can, quote, make it in one trip. Now, I don't live in an apartment on the fourth floor anymore, but yet I still, when I come back from Target, the other day I came back from Target and I don't know how I try to carry 15 bags up the stairs and I did. And it's like an accident waiting to happen because I don't want to have to go back to the car again. So I go up, open the screen door, huff and puff, dump it all on the ground and I'm so proud of myself. And then, you know, maybe I've broken some eggs or something, but hey, I did it in one trip. Um, it's (laughs) It's almost like it's an Olympic event quite frankly yeah right like you're looking at the it's groceries absurd. you're looking at the where you have to take them and you're like i think i can do this in one trip and then it becomes yeah. this this massive intellectual and physical exercise of where each bag goes into what hands so that you can use your key to open the door to get in yeah. now in my in my home we have from the entry point all the way to the um, master bedroom is over 40 stairs it's like mm. 42 stairs so getting to the kitchen is 28 stairs, right? You got to get 14 stairs before you even okay. get to the first landing. So y'all, y'all know, realize he knows how many stairs there are people. Okay, I count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, again, we're nerds. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Right. So this in what my you do. home, mm-hmm. I throw every, like, I'm like, I, this is not, there's either it stays down here until my next trip down or I'm taking it all up yep. on one, on one go. Aha. That's it. So you there, understand those that are the well. options. <laughs> so i'll stage it like if it's a case of water and i don't need it yeah if i if i can't yeah. get it up i'm like it's staying down here until my next trip down for something other than this water and then i'll bring it up when i come up for the next trip but yeah it's an olympic event i'm telling you i put in just as much thought as a as a any any um discus thrower i'm like mm-hmm, okay what's the trajectory what are the angles how do i get this from here to there Okay, it looks like I'm going to balance this on my shoulder, these are my hands, and then the sequence of events that goes so I can put the bags in this hand, and then at the very end, mm-hmm. put the water on the shoulder, and then I'm stable, and I can get up the stairs. I'm going to do this in one trip. All right, can I just tell you one more, and then you can have one more? I think we have time for two more. Let's see. Okay, okay let's All right, go. I got one more. Just because this is how, this is my life, and I've had to work to get over it, but um, number 48 in the list is waiting a few minutes after a person sits down near you before leaving so you don't hurt their feelings. I can't tell you, let me just say that again. So waiting a few minutes after someone sits down near you before you leave so you don't hurt their feelings. I have done that. A perfect stranger will sit next to me like on the bench in a park, you know, not saying anything, just reading a book. And I don't get up because I don't want them to think, oh my gosh, if I get up right away, they're going to think I think they smell or something. So I better sit here so they don't think I'm leaving because they're here. <laughs> and I don't know them from nowhere. Aren't you kind? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> oh kind i was one more self-conscious but okay but i guess i'm not alone in this because it's on this list <laughs> you know there hmm. so we're social animals right and we don't want to make yeah, true an unnecessary you know moment 
And what's funny yep. is because we think the world revolves around us, this person who just sat down that's that right. is probably not even paying attention to us, we that's care right. what they think about us. So we do this weird that's thing right. that they don't even acknowledge because that's the right. world doesn't revolve around us. It revolves right. around them in their world. So they're that's like, right. they're, they, you don't get up and they go, I wonder if I stink because this person I've never met before that's moved right. when I came here. That's right. They that's may right. have that's what actually I'm saying. I had to work more on relieved. It. They may, they may be like, oh, good dear, dear oh, heavens, I didn't want to have to talk to, to somebody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my point. Like, I, I had to put myself in check. Like, they're not worried about you. If you have to get up, get up. All right. So tell us one more. You mean, we got like one minute left. You, you got one more? Oh, that, you that, this, do? Yeah, there, this is a good one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, as travelers, both of us have done this one before many times. But we're extra yes. chatty with airport security because we want good travel karma. We want those travel vibes. Yeah. And so, you know, you see the guy at TSA, you see the 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 guard at TSA, and she's she's doing her job. But you're like, how you doing? Everything good today? How are they treating you? All all is well? Anything weird today? And they're like, dude, just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I want the good travel karma, okay? I, yep, I own that. Yep. I want yep. that travel karma. Well, we're not, we're not, I don't know what I was going to say, but I can say that I'm weird. Oh, we just want you to know. That, yeah, I had a little brain fart right there because I was thinking about getting on a plane, going to Miami and sitting on the beach and I got totally distracted in my head, just so y'all know. Word. I just want to tell you that you're not alone in feeling weird and I hope that we helped you today. We don't want you to change. Don't make me over. Don't change. Be you. Stay weird. Stay true. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everybody. This is Alika Hope. And change. Bye now. If you enjoyed what you heard today on Alika Hope and Change, please head over to iTunes to rate the show and leave a review. It's really the best way for you to show your support for the show. And bonus, it costs you $0. Join the conversation on Instagram, share this episode with your friends on social media, or just tell others by word of mouth. Thank you and keep sharing hope and change.